Happy New Year, Laker fam, and what a year 2023 was for our purple and gold. I thought today to start off the new year, we could do a brief recap of 2023 for the Lakers and talk a bit about some New Year's resolutions and how they can make this year even better. Let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire universe of universes, Laker Dad. Dad, Happy New Year, first of all. Um, 2023, I think we could say, was an interesting year for the Lakers. Uh, let's talk just about this current season, because obviously we all know what happened last season. First of all, started off rocky due to some injuries. We got it together. We uh, won the NBA mini tournament. We looked like the best team in the entire league. And then since then, we have just completely collapsed, to be honest with you. Uh, we're hit by the injury bug again. What are your kind of takeaways from 2023? And then I want to talk about some New Year's resolutions for some players and uh, how they can improve this year. Yeah, Hannah, um, it's really been a a roller coaster ride so far for this 2023-2024 season. Obviously, uh, after making it to the Western Conference Finals last year, a great deal was expected by of this team, both by the team itself and by the fans and by the media, I think. Uh, and it just hasn't happened, unfortunately, which is pretty sad. A lot of it is attributable to injuries, but I also feel that a lot of it is attributable to you know the coaching. Uh, can't seem to figure out who to be playing and not playing and what rotations. And then, of course, the players have to accept responsibility. You know, unfortunately, Gabe Vincent uh, was intended to replace Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder was an important part of the team last year. And Gabe Vincent essentially has been out the entire season and looks like he may not play uh, at all this year. If he does, it'll be at the very end of the year. So that's been hurt. But they've had a lot of other injuries that have messed up the rotation and maybe some guys who haven't quite played up to the potential that we thought they were going to reach this year. So it's been a very uneasy year, Hannah. And I know the Lakers right now, after that loss last night, uh, you know, to the New Orleans Pelicans, you know, we beat them so handily in the play-in tournament, and now they just beat us by 20 points last night. And the team looked listless. It just looks aimless. Things are not good right now, Hannah. The body language for the team is very bad. I think it's up to the coaching staff to figure out what the heck's going on. So how can they improve? I mean, you look at their record right now, 17-17. and 17. I think that's kind of... To be honest, I think that's a perfect kind of catalyst and kind of little measuring stick as to where the Lakers are. Because like I said, they've had some good moments this season, but it just hasn't been consistent in any way, shape, or form. So let's talk a little bit, I mean, I guess about some some New Year's resolutions. You want to start with the player, and then we can start some players, and then we can start with the overall team. How would you like to go about this? Well, let's start with the players. And I think anybody talking about the Lakers, I think the first player you need to talk about is Anthony Davis. Now, look, um, Anthony Davis has been the best player on the Lakers this season so far. He has been dominant. He has been outstanding on both ends of the floor. Now, I want to put a little asterisk there because if you look back, you may not remember this, but AD was phenomenal last December as well. And I think December, the December before that, and then sort of the injury bug caught up with him and he wasn't quite as good uh, after December. But 
Thus far this season, he has looked like the defensive player of the year for sure, and his offense has been awesome in the year. In the December, I think he's averaged close to 30 points a game, uh, double-digit rebounds, uh, getting a lot of blocks, a lot of steals. So Anthony Davis, I think, gets an A+. So what's my resolution for him? AD, just stay healthy and keep going. Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. I mean, listen, AD's having a really great season, you know, averaging 25 points, 12.3 rebounds, uh, 3.3 assists so far. I mean, it just it's an incredible, incredible stat sheet for AD. I mean, he's obviously also averaging just under three blocks per game. So I think he's definitely in high consideration to be the defensive player of the year. And so I completely agree with you for that. That is New Year's resolution in my eyes is just please bubble wrap him, you know, uh, lock him in his room. Just do whatever you need to do to keep that man healthy because we've said it so many times that the Lakers are only going to go as far as Anthony Davis takes them. Yeah, this team without Anthony Davis, if he gets hurt, Hannah, is a lottery team. There's no question about it. He He is... You know, we can withstand losing LeBron James much faster this year than we can withstand losing AD. We have no backup to him. We need AD. Yeah, we have, you know, no one who could really... I mean, you can't replace LeBron either, Dad, but there's no one... We don't have another big who can replace AD at all. I mean, obviously, we've talked about it in previous podcasts that Jackson Hayes has been, you know, a no-show. Christian Wood has been pretty much a non-factor as well. So unless the Lakers get someone in the the by the trade deadline or, uh, you know, in the buyout market, there just really is no one who could even come close to stepping up if AD were to go out and miss substantial time. But, Dad, let's talk a little bit about about LeBron James. Just recently had a birthday the other day, turned the big 3-9, uh, averaging 25.4 points this season, 7.4 rebounds, 7.4 assists. I mean, we've talked about LeBron so much, but what he's been doing at this age, in this stage of his career, is truly just unbelievable. Now, obviously, I know you're going to say, you know, he has some moments where he looks a little tired or, you know, some moments where he, you know, makes a kind of a bonehead player, you know, a careless turnover here and there. But dad, I mean, on the whole, I think LeBron has been absolutely fantastic so far. No, I agree with you, Hannah. And he has remained mostly healthy. Uh, You know, he hasn't missed many games uh, and he's still playing at a very high level. There's no question about it. I, I do think sometimes statistics can be misleading. There's times where he's looked statistically like he's had a pretty good game. But, you know, the, t- he does, the turnovers are sloppy at times. Sometimes he takes ill-advised shots without trying to move the ball. But you know what? Again, those are little quibbles. LeBron has been very good so far this year. Uh, when he feels like it, he can lock down and be very helpful on defense as well. So, you know, uh, basically AD and LeBron have pretty much carried their weight and, and met their side of the bargain. Let's talk about so. I guess what would your use resolution for for LeBron James be? Well, it's kind of a tricky one for me. Yeah, my resolution is twofold for him. A, like with AD, stay healthy, man. We need you in the lineup. But B, um, I want a fewer minutes for LeBron. I, I don't want him playing, you know, thirty five to forty minutes every night. If if we're gonna be successful at the end of the year, he's gonna have to play a big role in it. And if he's like wiped out and burned out, it's not gonna be helpful. So a few fewer minutes for game for LeBron is my New Year's resolution for him. Okay, that's a good one. I think obviously in order to do that, other guys have to step up, including this next player who I want to talk about, Dad. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna have a lot to say about him, but this is your you know favorite human being that's ever graced this earth. It used to be me, but it has definitely been replaced by Mr. Austin Reeves. 
definitely an, an up and down season for Austin Dowd. I mean, this season he's averaging 15.1 points and a just and about five assists and 4.4 rebounds uh not shooting the ball particularly well 47 percent from the floor 35 percent from three like i said a very up and down season haven't seen a whole lot of consistency we've seen some moments from him where he has looked incredible and he's been the austin that you know we saw last year in the playoffs but then we've also seen some games where he just like could not make a shot to save his life um and he's been you know kind of a a non-factor in some so definitely a little bit frustrating I know for you but dad what is a, a new year's resolution that you could see for Austin for me it's going to be to find his consistency and to to find a consistency especially scoring wise I think he's trying really hard on the defensive end of things but I think his shot just has not been falling at the rate that it, it normally does so to be a little bit more consistent for me is is his new new year's resolution yeah hannah um i basically agree with what you just said austin has not been as consistent as the lakers need him to be as he wants to be uh part of that is the role that he's playing uh you know coming off the bench now and you know with all these different rotations he plays with different players but again the bottom line is his shooting has been really good at times uh, but he's had a few, you know, bad nights when they needed him to step up. So consistency is uh, an important goal for Austin Reeves. I, I have a feeling he's going to achieve it, but a lot of it's going to be what his role is going to be. So my New Year's resolution for Austin Reeves is a return to the starting lineup and an opportunity to play 35 minutes a night. Here's the bottom line, Hannah. Like it or not, he's the third best player on the team, and they're going to need him, and they need him to play 35 minutes a night. And this idea that this coaching staff has, which is one of the strangest I've ever seen, of having a starting lineup with no guards in the starting lineup is, is absurd. So my New Year's resolution for him, they need him back in the starting lineup. They need him back to playing 35 minutes a game. If they do that, I think we're going to see Austin Reeves step up and 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 get to where we need him to be. If he continues to come off the bench, but, you know, and it's been weird because, uh, you know, for a while when he was really playing well, uh, he was running the show with the second unit, but then now they bench D'Lo, and now he's back there with D'Lo, which brings you the same problems they had when he and D'Lo were starting, which is they're both the ball handlers, so who's going to handle the ball? And it's just confusing. It's it's just not smart on the coaching has, uh staff's part yeah speaking of D'Lo let's talk about essentially the only other Lakers guard that's healthy pretty much right now I'm not, not healthy right now I mean yeah and that's the thing is or who has been throughout this season uh D'Angelo Russell talk about an up and down season you know I've definitely come to bat for D'Lo quite a few times this season because I have felt that this is in my opinion, one of the only seasons and the first season where I've really seen him step up maturity wise, and I've seen him really try to contribute in other facets of the game just besides scoring. I've seen him, in my opinion, try to play as hard on the defensive end as I've ever seen. Um, Then I feel like I I, uh, give him, I go to bat for him, I fight for him, then all of a sudden he has a stretch of games where he just completely goes back to the old D-Lo and, you know, can't shoot for anything and then doesn't contribute. So to say he's been inconsistent is, I think, 
uh, fair, at least. But uh, for the season, at least, Dilo was averaging 14.8 points, 6.1 assists, and about three rebounds. He's also, he's actually shooting technically uh, one of his best shooting stats of the of his entire career, 46.6%, uh, but in three, three, 38.8%. So Dilo's having a, a pretty good season, but again, that consistency, that consistency just has not been there. And like you said, Dad, now he's out and he's injured. Yeah, Hannah, uh, we saw Delo get off to a good start in the season. He was shooting well, and as is normal with D'Angelo Russell, when he's shooting well, he's feeling good about himself, and he tends to play harder all around. Um, and when he's missing his shots, he tends to get upset and, and disappear. At least that's what it appears to be. But, you know, they need, between Reeves and D'Lo, here, here's the situation— um, they need both of those guys to sk- step up. They need both those guys to to shoot and score more consistently. And the fact that they're not has to make you wonder what the heck's going on. Uh, and I think part of it is the coaching staff kind of moving them both around, uh, not really knowing you know where to put them. Should they start? Should they not start? Should they play together? Should they be staggered? And I think it's had an effect on both of them. Um, and so I don't think the Lakers are getting the best out of either player right now. And I think obviously they have to accept some responsibility, but I think the coaching staff has just not done a great job figuring out where to put them in. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think a lot of these problems, like we've touched on, really does you know, go to the co- the coaching staff because of the inconsistency of the lineups and just not being able to have any sort of, you know, set plan moving forward. But a big part of that, of course, has been due to all of the injuries that the Lakers have suffered as well. Dad, I want to move on. We're getting a little, uh, I know this podcast is getting a little bit long here. Let's combine our, our wing players because a lot of them have been injured. So I don't think there's even enough that we can really completely grade them all but let's just combine uh let's do Rui let's do Torian Prince uh Cam Reddish and a Jared Vanderbilt dad obviously a lot of those guys you know Vanderbilt's barely even played I don't can you even assess him I mean he's barely played at all just a few games obviously Cam Reddish has you know been injured now he's out uh when he did play in the starting lineup for us he was you know very good at least in the beginning but now he's out. Rui was out. I don't think Rui's played enough to kind of get his consistency, although now he's back in the starting lineup. And like Coach Darvinham said last night, it looks like the lineup they went with last night is going to be, hopefully, uh, like he said, their starting lineup moving forward for the foreseeable future. Um, and then, of course, we have Torian Prince, who his role has been, actually, he's been pretty consistently in that starting five, but, uh, you know, has been okay. I don't think he's been anything great. I don't think he's been terrible, but dad, out of those guys are wing players. What do you think, uh, what have you seen from them and what are some things that you would want them to work on this upcoming year? Well, Hannah, um, my best wish, putting aside Torian Prince, who's been there consistently, my New Year's resolution for the other three is to stay healthy because they haven't been healthy all year. Vanderbilt, as we know, missed the entire like preseason and season. He came back, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. He's trying to work himself into shape. He hasn't gotten there yet, but I'm seeing signs that he's going to. Now, you know, my, my wish for him, Vando, you got to have some offensive game, enough to keep the, the defenses honest. You got to be able to score a few points. So that's my New Year's resolution for him: finding a way to to try to score a few points, and well as doing the lock up, lockdown defense he's known for. Rui has just been just 
such a, a strange up and down. I mean, he was expected to play a major role this season. You know, he uh, signed the big contract in the offseason. But, you know, again, a coaching staff thing. When he's been healthy, the coaches don't seem to know when to play him. Do they start him? Do they not start him? Does he come off the bench? How many minutes does he play? It's been very inconsistent. The coaching staff has not done a good job with him. Cam Reddish has been a surprise, Hannah. I think he played better than most people realized. I, when the season started, I thought he was going to be on the bench. But he has shown some good signs. You know, again, the problem is he's not a consistent scorer. You know, and his defense, at times it's really, really good. At times it's not quite as good as they want you to believe that it is. So I would say with, with Reddish, you know, you got to have a little bit more consistent offensive game. And then um, you have to be that lockdown, energetic defendant on a more consistent basis than I've seen. Now, I want to put Prince in his own separate category because Torian Prince, I think, has been one of the bright spots of the season so far. I don't think when he started, I thought the Lakers thought they were going to get a good guy to play, you know, uh, 16 minutes a night. Um, but he's been a starter every game. He's, I think he started the entire season uh, and his three-point shooting has been very solid, uh, really solid, and has really kept the Lakers in games. He's the one guy, he's maybe been the most consistent shooter uh, for the team from the outside. So, and you know, he's not, he's he's a good defender, he's not a great defender, but all in all, Torian Prince has been a, a bit of a revelation, a bit of a surprise, and, and he's been a bright spot. Yeah, that's what I was saying when I was kind of describing them. You know, Torian Prince, I think you can say he's had a pretty good season. I don't think it's been anything extreme. Extraordinary, but I don't think it has been anything that I would really, you know, uh, feel to critique him too, too much. Uh, like you said, Dad, actually, from three-point range, 40%. So uh, very good from the three-point range. Not great uh, from just regular in general, just 43.6%. But listen, what we need Torian Prince to do is come down and uh, hit those threes. And that's what he's been doing. In terms of Rui, um, Vando, I agree with you. I, I want to see him step up in an offensive way. And I think the only way that we can really see that is if he just gets more playing time and hopefully now he can just stay healthy and we can see that from him. Same thing with Rui. You know, I really like Rui. I have big expectations for him. I know the Lakers really see a bright future with uh, Rui and the the franchise and the organization. So I'm, I'm hopeful that Rui can also stay healthy and really be able to contribute as well. Because I think just like we've said, the injuries to those guys have really just kind of plagued them and haven't allowed them to really showcase what they can do. Now, Dad, I want to end. I mean, do you even want to, I guess we could just do a brief thing, but talking about our other bigs. I mean, they've done absolutely nothing. So I guess my New Year's resolution for them would be do something. I mean, anything. Rebound the ball, hit a three-point range. I guess you could say Christian Wood had the other night, did score finally a few threes, but nothing consistently at all for most of the game. For most of the season, he's done absolutely nothing. Jackson Hayes, same thing. Maybe we've seen a couple of plays where he's shown some, some nice hops getting an offensive rebound or something, but for the most part, done absolutely nothing this season. But Dad, what do you think the New Year's resolutions should be for our backup bigs, Jackson Hayes and Mr. Christian Wood? My New Year's resolution, Hannah, for the bigs is a trade, okay, or the buyout market. Uh, Jackson Hayes looks like a fun guy, you know, good teammate. 
he's been a complete zero in my mind. He Defensively, he doesn't do anything. He's got no offensive game at all. Once in a while, if somebody sets him up for a, for a lob, he'll slam it and it'll look exciting. But on the whole, he's been an absolute zero. He's been a big disappointment. I especially expected more from him on the defensive end. Hasn't shown up. So he's been a real weak spot when AD goes out. Now, for some reason... Uh, Christian Wood, the coach has completely lost confidence in him, and he was benched for a large part of the season, Hannah. He just started playing again maybe three games ago, and I think he's looked okay. I mean, I think he's definitely a better option than than Jackson Hayes. Uh, Christian Wood can definitely knock down some three-point shots, and that doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, and he's also a good rebounder, no question. Other than that, he doesn't have much of a game, but he is a good three-point shooter, and he is a good rebounder, and, and you know, uh, he's not really a center. He's really more of a power forward, but uh, he's the best option. So, you know, I'd like to see, if they're not going to make a trade, I want to see him get some more minutes. I want to see him get more comfortable. All of these bigs, the problem is we have so many bigs that nobody's really getting consistent playing time, and I think it's hurting all of them. The coaches can't seem to make up their mind, you know, unfortunately, there's just not enough minutes to go around for all of those bigs. There's just not. And so as a result, he's trying to play them all. So none of them is getting consistent minutes. None of them has a consistent role. And I think it's hurting all of them. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, listen, Jackson Hayes is literally only attempting 1.9 shots per game. I mean, he's just a non-factor offensively, only averaging three points. And he doesn't even get that most nights. Christian Wood, Dad, I agree with you. I was kind of excited when the Lakers brought him in, especially because we all know offensively he can really hit those three-point shots. And for some reason, the coaching staff just completely had lost faith. But like you said, he is playing more as of late. So I think my new New Year's resolution, and I hope the coaching staff can get it together, but is to play Christian Woodmore because I think he's our, our best bet at the backup center when, uh, when AD has to come out and take those breaks. And listen, AD's been playing a lot of minutes this season. I mean, he there have been some games where he's playing 40-plus minutes, and that's not practical, and I don't think that's sustainable, especially if we want to make a deep playoff run. I mean, we've got to keep AD healthy and fresh for that. So, I think Christian Wood absolutely needs to play some more because he know we all know he's actually a pretty good offensive player. So hopefully the um, the coaching staff can figure that out and hopefully get that together. I know this podcast is long, Hannah, but I think we need to talk a minute about the coaches. Okay, just a minute about the coaches. I think it's fair to say that Darvin Ham is under a lot of scrutiny and a lot of pressure right now. I, I don't think most Laker fans are impressed with the job he's done. Now, look. In his defense, and he'll be the first to point this out, there have been a lot of injuries, and that makes things very, very different. But when I see a team come out night after night playing with what I consider to be substandard energy and effort and passion, you know, uh, out-hustled, that to me, a lot of that is on the coaching staff. He's not motivating them. There seems to me bad body language. I, I just, I get the sense this is not a happy team right now and he'd better figure it out. That's all I can say because this thing could go south if he doesn't. Yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of reports that there are a number of players not happy with Darvin Hammond and the coaching staff. So I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if there's recent drama in the the locker room. Obviously, whenever you kind of start losing basketball games, the morale of the team and, uh, you know, drama kind of starts to unfold. And the telltale sign of a good coach and good coaching staff is that they are able to take bad times when things could go bad and and really turn things around. So I'm really hopeful going into this season that we're able to kind of just 
start 2024 off with a fresh start. You know, listen, they're 17 and 17. It's kind of like, you know, they're right there and it's time to uh, win some basketball games. And the good thing is, as dad, it feels like we haven't really played any home games. This whole month of December, I, we only had, I think, what, five or six. But now we're back at home for most of January. So pretty much every game is as home this season. So that's a great time for the Lakers to get it together. And, you know, listen, New Year, fresh start. I'm not giving up hope because I think we all saw in the NBA tournament that the Lakers were, A, undefeated and won. Um, when this Lakers team is locked in defensively, and they're, I mean, they are... I think they can beat any team in the league. So my overall New Year's resolution for this team is to, A, stay healthy, because my other one would be find some consistency, but you can't find any consistency if you don't have the health. And C, is to really focus on the defensive side of things. Come out every single game with the intention of we are going to, you know, completely dominate on the defensive side of things because when they do that, that's when their offense starts flowing. And that's when, in my eyes, I think they're they're really unbeatable. Yeah, Hannah, uh, my New Year's resolution, as you said, number one is to stay healthy. Number two is to play with more energy and passion, more urgency. There's been a lot of games this year. They just don't they just don't seem mentally into it. I don't understand that. These are professional basketball players trying to win. You know, I do hold the coaching staff partially responsible because I think it's the coaching staff's, you know, job to kind of keep the morale up when things are not going well. So uh, I just see too many games. Like last night, they played New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans just wanted it more. They played harder. And I want to see the Lakers play hard. We saw that in the play-in tournament. They were playing really, really, really hard, and they were winning. They've got to get back to that. Yes, absolutely. All right, Laker fam, that is going to wrap up today's show. If you're still with us, thank you so much. I know this was definitely a much longer episode than we normally do, but listen, there was a lot to unpack there, and I want to hear from you guys. What are some of your New Year's resolutions for these players and for the team in general? You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik, and of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.